Hello and welcome back to Film Festival Reviews, a weekly road trip to a festival experience. This is Christina Cotlard, your guide to this week's Back Rose, Off the Beaten Path event as I came upon the road to Yasmin's Farm in Bethel, New York. Last Sunday I went there to see Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young perform at the Bethel Arts Center overlooking the original field where Woodstock Art and Music Fair took place August 15th, 16th and 17th, 37 years ago this week. I saw a lot of old hippies at this concert and you know, hearing CSNY pound out songs protesting the war as, as well as other social injustices took me to a place I've never been before because I was too young at the time. So I headed out to Woodstock to find out where it all began and talked to Mira Blaustein, co-founder and festival director and programmer and executive director of the Woodstock Film Festival that will be going on October 11th through the 15th here in Woodstock and the surrounding area, Hunter, Rosendale and Rhinebeck, all part of the Hudson Valley Film Commission. For the past hundred years, Woodstock has always been known as the colony of the arts. As Mira put it, Woodstock Film Festival is not only about independent cinema in the U.S. and abroad, it also has a focus on music because it is set in Woodstock where it has so much music in it. It carries the name Woodstock, which stands for great music as well as free spirit, creative spirit, and social responsibility. And so um, the Woodstock Film Festival has a sidebar that focuses on music. I'm staying up in the area for the rest of the week. I'm searching for more of the Woodstock Festival feeling that uh, permeates the entire area despite obvious commercial trappings for buying memorabilia. Anyway, the creative spirit remains and I am becoming immersed in it for the moment. Enjoy the show. All right, here we go. When you sent me an email, you said, oh, we don't have anything to do with the thing that's going on at Bethel, New York. And I said, oh, that's okay, because it just happened to be this week that the original Woodstock Festival did go on. The Woodstock Arts and Music Festival was August 15th, 16th, and 17th. And I just went to see Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Oh, now, you are a Woodstock Film Festival, and just by having Woodstock in your title, kind of brings back, you know, people thinking that it, it does have some, some connection, and we know that it doesn't. But, you know, tell me a little bit about how the Woodstock Film Festival got started, because I know that this whole area is very art-oriented. Right. The Woodstock Film Festival was founded uh, in 2000 by myself and my partner, both are independent filmmakers. We have been in the independent film world for well over 20 years, I'm afraid, and um, we created the festival in Woodstock because it has been for the past hundred years a colony of the arts and part of the arts of course is the music, it's also the other visual artists, painters, sculptors, as well as writers, poets, authors and filmmakers. You know, Woodstock, the concert, was founded by, in part, by Michael Lang who is a Woodstocker. I recently asked him why he kept the name Woodstock even though the festival took place in Bethel and he said that he wanted to maintain the image and the, not necessarily the image by the spirit, but the spirit of Woodstock because he always believed that Woodstock the town represented the spirit of Woodstock the concert even though both are 60 miles apart. 
Michael Lang has been since our conception uh, on our advisory board and a close friend of the festival. He very much epitomizes, um, of course, the spirit of Woodstock, the concert, because he's uh, a hippie, a very successful hippie. He's also a big part, as I said, of who and what we are and always helps us specifically in, in the music aspects of the Woodstock Film Festival. Well, the Woodstock Film Festival does have a program or a sidebar, music-related films, and we always tie those to live music performances. And we have panels about music, and we have other types of music-related events, whereby music and film are connected. I really think that ties in perfectly by having that connection, as you say, epitomized the whole concept of the creativity of the artist. So you're saying this was started in 2000, so this is the sixth annual? This is actually the seventh annual. It began in the fall of 2000, so in the fall of 2006 it will be a seventh annual. Woodstock itself is a small town. Most films get at least one play, one, one screening in Woodstock. Um, most of the parties are held in the Woodstock area, although not all. Um, some films celebrate in other towns. I mean, some films will have parties in Rosendale or Rhinebeck uh, or Hunter, but um, really the center and also the networking, I guess. The filmmaker is more often than not right here in Woodstock. How do you see it coming about as it's getting larger? Well, our focus for growth is really uh, always about quality ra rather than quantity and size. We don't want to become huge uh, in size. We want to become really good. And by saying that we want to become really good, it's not saying that we are not now. We are. But in quality, there's always room for growth. There's no such thing as perfect. To the best of my knowledge, you can always get better, and that's where our focus is. We work along with the environment. We want to just complement to what there is. We don't want to clash with what there is. We don't want to interrupt what there is. The whole Hudson Valley Catskill region is very pristine and really unique in the fact that the beauty is very respected and the individuality and the creativity is very respected and we, we work along with that. We don't want to change that at all. So. That is the reason why we'll never become huge. And not, we have no interest in becoming huge. We don't want 100,000 people to descend upon us. That will be incredibly disruptive. Uh, we want 1,000 people <laughs> with really, really great films to be here and descend upon us nicely. I noticed that you've gone to other film festivals. Is that where you, you look for the films? Or do you also... I know you're with out of box for a submission process, and there is also a request for films to be submitted. Well, we do both. We certainly have open submission. We get about 2,000 submissions a year, and um, we go through each and every one of them, and we try to include as many of the submitted films as possible. But we also, as most festivals do, uh, scout throughout the year for other films in the U.S. and abroad and uh, work with industry folks, filmmakers, distribution companies to put together a, a well-balanced, high-quality film lineup that sort of gives a good cross-section of 
what's out there right now in terms of the emerging as well as some of the established independent filmmakers. And we support high quality creativity, um, risk taking as well in filmmaking and we would try always to get the platform for those who, you know, for the visionaries. This is where the growth is, always is. I noticed that you have something called the Maverick Award. Is that for being a risk taker? You have a lot here to recognize. Right, and I think that it's important to recognize people for their work and we would like to do that as much as possible. The Maverick is um, a symbol of Woodstock, as the colony of the arts, for instance. Uh, there's a lot of Maverick organizations and places and concepts in Woodstock Artist Colony because this was something that has been established about a hundred years ago and they used to be Maverick celebrations and parties in Woodstock that celebrated them, creativity and free spirit and good time. And when we established the Woodstock Film Festival, we, like I said, we really wanted to complement what the already was. And we borrowed upon the concept of the Maverick in Woodstock that symbolized, like I said, creativity, independence, free spirit, and good time. And implemented it onto the festival in a way that uh, the Maverick for awards for us stand for risk-taking. And we give it in various categories, such as from editing to cinematography to best picture and, and best documentary. And we also give an honorary Maverick Award, and that we have been given given since the inception. And that's always for someone who um, is a Maverick throughout his work has exhibited creativity, um, independent spirit, and demonstrated an association with or caring an engagement with social responsibility. Because don't forget that always what the the name and the concept of Woodstock always always stands for socially social engagement and social responsibility. We added another award and that was last year award that was given to John Sloss. And um, this is the Trailblazer Award, and this is something, it's a new award that is given to an industry member, uh, not necessarily the creative force, such as a director um, or an actor, but more of an industry. But again, it's given out to someone who has carved new ways in film, in, in the approach to film, right? Normally, you know, the industry people who are the supporters carve out a roadway for the filmmakers or for the venues or whatever to really take hold and to grow. And uh, usually they don't get uh, recognized for that. That's pretty interesting. And they, and they should. I mean, good God, we, we all know how much we need them. We all know how important they are and uh, they really are the ones that make it all possible for filmmakers to make their films and have them exhibited in the various ways whether it's in theaters or on the, the internet on iPods or, or television or all the various alternative ways that we have now to show films. They work, work, work and they make things happen and granted they certainly make money <laughs> think that the successful ones, but it's really nice to be able to recognize them for their for their creativity because it, it's their creative it's their vision. Just as important, if not more. I mean they make it all happen. 
So we, we as, as a whole very much want to recommend their, their vision and, uh, and efforts. The same idea as what happened with the Woodstock Art and Music Fair. Everybody just knows it as Woodstock. If it wasn't for them, it wouldn't have happened here, right. you know, into the surrounding area. And is this where the Woodstock Film Commission came from? Well, the Woodstock Film Commission was recently renamed, by the way, the Hudson, and is now named the Hudson Valley Film Commission. But yeah, when the Woodstock Film Festival was first formed, the Film Commission was formed almost simultaneously, and that is because as we brought all those filmmakers, all those people from all over the world, by the way, in the first year in 2000 to Woodstock, and they discovered an area that they had never been to before, and such a beautiful area, so friendly, so great to shoot movies in. And then they came back and made films. So the synergy was right there from the start, and we, we saw you know, this is a great way to bring uh, film to the area, the exhibition part of it, and networking with the festival, and the commission to get uh, all those great filmmakers to come and shoot the next films here. And so as the festival grew, the commission grew. It's been renamed the Hudson Valley Film Commission because it's really about servicing the whole region, because we bring all these newcomers to the region, and it, and it provides huge economic development of the area. Really, the, the, the sky is the limit where it comes to that. And so not only do you have this uh, film annual film festival, but you continue on during the year, don't you, with programming? And oh, absolutely. Series? We work, 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 non-stop to make things happen and bring good stuff to life. <laughs> it sounds like a commercial. Um, in the city, we have a program, um, a series by the entitled What's Stuck in the City, and we show films sponsored by Indiepix. We show films up here year-round. We show films um, in Albany along with um, the, the original NPR station, WAMC. We show films a lot. And we work with various distributors also and give their films sneak previews. We showed Little Miss Sunshine as a sneak preview. We just showed uh, The Illusionist as a sneak preview. There are a number of, you know, quote-unquote bigger type films that we show as we uh, and work with the distributors to do that for them. Is that something that, oh, there you go, any indie films? I have a fabulous little A&E indie film t-shirt that I wear almost throughout the whole summer. <laughs> it's great. They have come on board as a sponsor last that's year. That's something new. Well, yeah, they, they've, been, they've been sponsoring us in two, two years in a row now, and uh, they're great. We love them. Do you find that because of this, this is a new channel, and you have the Sundance channel, and you have the independent film channel, how do you see independent film really breaking into the, the market where the general public can actually go and, and find some of these independent films that show up at the film festivals and they maybe have a short run at theaters, but other than that, where else can people see them? Right. I mean, it seems to me that the independent film world has, been, you know, has been going through an explosion in the past few years. Independent films have crossed over more and more in the past few years in terms of the um, audience, and I think that is a pattern that will only continue to grow. There are more and more independent filmmakers out there. There are more and more people who are interested in more alternative content. The high quality, more interesting, more alternative type independent film work will only continue to grow. I think it's definitely on a very, very strong pattern of, of growth. There's so many new exhibitions of avenues now. There's so many companies 
that are now providing content, for instance, on, on mobile phones. Believe me, they're working with all the independent filmmakers, distributors for that. I know that for a fact. All the various content that you can get now on your iPods. Almost every day now, there's something, there's something new. It's just one thing bridges the other very, very quickly. And um, the big players are all already in the game, but but the new new ones are, are, are sprouting up daily. So it's it's a very very interesting time that we live in now in terms of the whole entertainment and digital technical world. It's uh, we're in the midst of this whole um, new revolution. This, yeah. Well, it gives a lot more people opportunity, and and one of the things I think people are now really looking for that film festival experience. Yeah, exactly because it's so unique. What else could help someone have a really good festival experience here at the Woodstock Film Festival? Well, the first thing to do is to go online uh, onto our website, woodstockfilmfestival.com, because it will have a ton of information about accommodations, about how to get here, and so on. Uh, because it's in mid-October and peak lift time, uh, I would highly recommend for people to get uh, to book the accommodations well in advance. It will all be totally sold out. And to come here for a few days, get, I mean, if you're buying tickets for certain for films, please buy them as early as you can. I mean, as soon as the lineup is released, it's highly advised to get the tickets early because it sells out. And uh, nobody wants to get shut out. You want to have a good experience and you want to be able to go see the movies that you want to see. Uh, another way to do it, if you can afford it, is to buy a full festival pass. It gives you a full range of the whole experience. It doesn't get better than that. Book your accommodations early, scan the program early. It will be posted online um, towards the end of September. So start checking uh, our website from mid-September on. I believe in being prepared to spend so much time while you're here trying to get tickets. And then please also, when you come to Woodstock, leave time to enjoy the area because the festival is great, but the area is also great. And it's going to be gorgeous and there's fabulous restaurants and cafes and bars and galleries and, and streams and, and, and high, great hikes and just really beautiful. So come prepared to have a full experience of the film festival and Woodstock at large. Um, so I always recommend the documentaries. I always recommend also the shorts, just because that there's such less op opportunities to see shorts out there than I love the features. Mm -hmm. So we, we're going to have some great shorts. So you know, I recommend that you can get very educated on what we have and make an educated decision on what tickets to buy in advance. If not, when you get here, you know, you'll start hearing the buzz. But um, just be prepared that some of the films will be sold out. It's very manageable. And so close to New York. Right. Close to a lot of people. It's really friendly here um, because it's just so casual and friendly and it's very, very high quality and filled with top industry professionals uh, who are just very relaxed here. So it's so easy to get to know them um, because they're not running around and feeling very, very important and you know, like they have no time to talk to the lowly emerging filmmaker, but here they do. So it's really it's an excellent networking opportunity and um, a really nice 
low pressure um, environment, uh, but plenty of the time. That sounds great. I'm going to make sure I put that on my calendar. <laughs> because I have a, um, my sister has a place in Hunter Mountain. I've been going there for 20 years now. And we do a lot of skiing, you know, but I love it in the summertime. I love the mountains. Yes, beautiful. And thank you for your time. Oh, sure. You're welcome. And I'll let you get back to work here. Sure, yeah. Behind the scenes. Yes, yes. And thanks again. All right. And I'll see you in October. Please, definitely. Okay, great. Okay, uh, didn't it sound like we were at a truck stop during some of our conversation? Actually, the Woodstock Film Festival is on the main street, and there really did seem to be a lot of truck activity, but that's because of all the detours all over the place. When uh, part of a major road was washed away during one of the torrential downpours last spring, uh, there's major road work going on everywhere, and definitely the local towns are getting much more of the detour traffic. As Mira noted, there's lots to do to prepare for a film festival experience that doesn't only center on films. It all interrelates with art and music and the beautiful outdoors. It's a celebration just the way the artists and visionaries from a century ago and almost 40 years ago on a farm field in Bethel, New York. It's where we need to get back to the garden. See you around. Thanks for listening. Stop, stop, stop.